It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we're... Batman. No, we're Friday Night Dot Games. <laughs> we are two board game enthusiasts who want to immerse you into our love of the hobby by bringing you board game content every single Friday. We create for several platforms, including Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube, and the internet. It's awesome. And currently, we're looking for advertisers. So if you like your product or company featured on our podcast, please send us an email at info at FridayNight.Games. We're reasonable. I swear. On today's show, we are going to discuss my favorite superhero of all time. Superman. Batman. Wait, wait. It's not Superman? No, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. We say this <laughs> We say this all the time. Batman is your favorite. So we're going to talk about why I like it so much, why Batman's loved in the industry, mandatory Batman game elements, some Batman games, what's coming soon, some story uh, lines, or sorry, story arcs that we like. And some hot takes on the movies. Sweet. Let's just hit this right. Let's just get this going. John, why do you like Batman so much? You know, I think the biggest reason I think why it had such an impact on me was it's because the Tim Burton 1989 Batman movie was the first movie I saw in theaters. Really? How, and I remember, how old yeah, were my you? sister took me to see it four. Six. Four, wow. Four, yeah. I remember my sister taking me to see it, and I was super jazzed because they say something like, damn, in the movie or whoa, something like that. Whoa, and whoa, I, whoa, stop it. <laughs> yeah, and I was and I was telling all my friends that, like... That would have been me. I was in, pre, I was in preschool. No, I was in preschool. Oh, okay. And I was telling all my friends that I was like, oh, yeah, they say, damn, I'm like the <laughs> coolest kid now. They swore. <laughs> I know swear words. Is that I know swear words. Yeah, John, yeah, you want to hang out with me? Yeah, pretty much. That's how that went. Another big reason I like him. I think the villains that he has are super awesome, and they can be really deep and create really nice stories that can get pretty get pretty awesome. You know, he doesn't have any superpowers, so he uses his mind and money, his mind as a weapon, and he has like well thought out plans to defeat any problem. So like. You know, he's part of the Justice League, but he's got, like, a takedown measures for every superhero in case any of them turn bad. You know, he he doesn't kill, which is cool, but that obviously serves a problem because the bad guys always escape Arkham Asylum. But, I mean, he's been going on, I think it's, like, 80 years now, so DC's doing doing something right with Batman, so. I, I do think he's, like, a fascinating villain, mainly because he doesn't have superpowers, and he's just very clever. Yeah. Right? Fascinating hero, yeah. That's that's it. I mean, any city's Batman. Sweet. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That just, I, I just like all. I, I like a lot of the the comics that I've read, and they they they're pretty good. Cool. So, what are your thoughts on why a theme like Batman does so well in the board game industry? I mean, you can just slap Batman on, and it's probably going to sell. It's very it's easy to market. You know, it's already known brand. It's going to pull in. The Dark Knight movies alone brought in like $6 billion worldwide. Sources Wikipedia on that. Check it out. It is a lot as a lot of money. The Marvel Cinematic Universe to compare has generated $22 billion. Right. So, I mean, obviously, like when you think about it, Batman isn't as many movies as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it makes sense that like, you know, $6 billion is a lot 
for Batman yeah. to bring in. Like when you think about per movie, it's probably on par, if not more. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty impressive. You know, if you make something that Batman combined with the board game, you have a high chance of pulling in gamers or create new ones. So it's you know it's kind of worth the risk there. You could probably get a good return on your investment throwing that Batman symbol on there. Yeah. So w- when we were at like Gen Con 2019, and and you know we were actually doing more research for the game we were trying to come up with, and I was there with Bill and Matt. And when we were there, you know, I noticed that there's certain games that were pulling in a lot of people, right? And and when you ask like when I asked them like what games are you excited about, you know, they kept naming games that were kind of based off of IPs and licensed property, right? And I'm like, well, I kind of challenged them. I'm like, because you know they're like, you know, if we slap Batman on our game, it will sell. I was like, yeah, well, if you slap Batman on anything, it will sell. I kind of challenged them like, why? And the reason, the reasoning is that you know Batman is a brand that's already out there. You don't have to do any marketing on it because it's already marketed like crazy. It's in movies, it's in comics, it's in toys, it's in video games, it's in like everything. Meanwhile, right. like you're making a new IP or something new, it's hard to mar- you know it's hard to get it out there because you don't have Batman on it. right so it's not going to sell as well and also like it brings in new people into that hobby right it's it's easy you know it's a theme that's already out there and you just apply the theme of the game the story's written you just have to use you know you just have to like pull from a famous creator you know you just take a game engine that already exists and you slap the two together and you have something that's going to make some something it's going to make some money for sure. Right. And it's cool. Like you can always just like take games and you can throw a Batman skin on it and, you know, tweak, tweak the mechanics a little bit and the rules to better suit the theme. But for example, like love letter did it and it's, it's very much the same game as the original love letter. It's just, you know, Batman themed, right. And you're just trying to kind of take down the, the villains. Right. And then, and then when you think about it, you know, they made the Marvel infinity gauntlet, which is kind of similar to Batman love letter. Right. So, you know, you could yeah. take that and just, you know, put something on it. You know, these movies have already, people already know about them because they made 6 billion for Batman, 22 billion for Marvel. So you have these brands that are out there. All of a sudden you put a game like that out, it's going to sell very easily. For sure. So John, this question is for you and your love of Batman, your love of board games. So what are mandatory Batman elements a board game that is about Batman should have? You know, I thought about this for a long time. And, you know, I don't don't know if this is like a definitive list. When I think of Batman, I think like, you know, you're going to need some sort of detective skills. A good story. I would like to see a board game that doesn't borrow heavily from an, an existent story arc. You know, try to create something new. Obviously, it's got to have Batman in it and a really good villain. So, you know, there's a lot of the Batman's got a big rogues gallery. So it's just really choosing the right one that would fit the theme really well of the game you're trying to make. Would you be satisfied with a new villain and a new story? Would that be like something you look forward to? It's tough. Like, I don't know if a board game would be the right medium to introduce a new Batman villain or if Batman's just so old that intro well i guess they introduced a couple new villains the past couple years so it's doable yeah i don't know if a board game would be a right medium to introduce a new uh, villain though i think you'd have to establish it in the comics and then go from there nice nice and then detective skills how would that play out in a board game like what would you what do you think that would be yeah that's why that's why i had a hard time with this list right because it's just like how would you portray detective skills well in a board game you would it it would just have to fit the story right so something hidden maybe like there'd be like hidden yeah maybe like hidden messages or something maybe there's like uh i don't know maybe even they made like a choose your own adventure batman game right that'd be kind of cool you can do it that way or like 
maybe have like envelopes with hidden things in it. I, I honestly don't even know because I don't think I've played a Batman game that has the detective skills. And I think too, you know, a lot of the, even in the movies, they haven't really explored that aspect of him. Right very well which is you know i can get into that later but i think it's a big thing missing in a lot of the batman merchandise that's out there it's just like at the end of the day he's he's just a detective right trying to solve whatever's going on right and how nah, he bro. can solve this problem dude's got money so. <laughs> yep. money solves all problems there you go there's the element you forgot money more money more <laughs> yeah like- if, if the party game just came with a pile of money in it yeah so- <laughs> yeah you just open the box and just money just pops out just, at just you. money <laughs> enjoy the game (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean or you can throw in like some cool like technology aspect to it too right because batman uses technology to his advantage as well yeah 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 yeah. that's true yeah tech like a and also like some of the alternate series or alternate arcs or whatever for it use a lot of tech too cool so uh, we are a board game podcast so we do have to talk about board games at some point So what have we played so far, Batman-wise? I mean, there's a lot of Batman games out there. I think there's like 100 yeah. or so, but what have we what have we played? Well, it comes to mind, like recently we played Batman Who Laughs Rising by The Op, played Talisman Batman by The Op as well, Batman Love Letter by uh, AEG and Cryptozoic, and then obviously the DC Deck Builders by uh, Cryptozoic as well. And then we've also played Batman the Animated Series Adventure. Right. But, and we haven't played Batman Gotham City Chronicles. I'm sure there's a bunch of other Batman games we haven't played yeah there's a lot there's a lot there's a there's actually one cool one that i was looking up it's called i think it's called like almost got em, i think it is okay and it's based off an episode of the animated series where batman inf- infiltrates his rogues gallery as a villain and they're playing like a poker game so he like infiltrates uh, disguises himself as a villain and tries to take you know take them down that way or something like that so they have they made a board game based off that so it seems pretty cool that probably would have some detective skills in it or deduction skills, at least. Yeah, so. deduction for for certain. I remember that episode. Do you? Yeah. You remember that? I remember that episode. Yeah. Did he win? Batman. <laughs> Batman disguised himself as Killer Croc. And then they were going around the table with Two-Face, the Penguin, Poison Ivy, all sharing stories about how they almost got Batman. And yeah. And in the end, he reveals himself. He's been hiding his Killer Croc, and then he goes and takes them all out. So it's a pretty good episode. Nice. That's Kevin, by the way. Our editor chimes in. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Kevin. Uh, oh, hey. Kevin's well, actually a big uh, Batman fan, too. So he, he's a, he's part of this. He's actually written in, so it'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well, we'll talk about the one. We'll talk about what we played uh, tonight on the stream, which would be two weeks ago now. <laughs> but we'll talk yeah. about that. So that's Batman, the animated series, adventure game by IDW. That game, the module we played was Shadow of the Bat. We played episode four, act one. It's it's a huge game. So let me give you a little breakdown of it. Basically, I'm not going to get into all the specifics, but just it's a dice rolling game. You roll a bunch of dice. Those are your actions. It has a cool mechanic that characters that are next to you, you can share dice values, which is pretty cool. And then everything else just plays out like D&D. <laughs> That's my description. That's my description. Everything else is just D&D. You know, you have line of sight. You have different areas. It's a top-down grid view. Um, I guess I should also mention that there's two modes, co-op and competitive. Competitive, 
one player actually plays as one of the villains in the scenario and then has a villain deck play and playing versus the other players playing as the heroes which is actually really cool co-op the villain has like an ai which is pretty straightforward on how to use it i'm not going to go into there's just so many rules which we just if you really want to hear about it listen to what we played wednesday two weeks ago that will explain everything to you actually it won't even explain everything to you though <laughs> we just go over stuff <laughs> But yeah, we played it, and I thought it was pretty cool. What did you think, John? Yeah, I liked it. Like, you know, unfortunately, we played on Tabletop Simulator, so it adds a lot of time to your your turn and your rolls and stuff like that. But I mean, if it's something that we had on our table, I think it'd be something that I would enjoy playing often. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, like, hopefully, we can get together again soon and, and yeah. actually play the game together. I mean, but By uh, the time this podcast gets released, we, we might be playing stuff in person again which would be nice so yeah um but on a cool note so it was really funny because because we were podcasting about this today last week on wednesday you kind of pivoted what we're gonna play you're like hey man we should play batman and i'm like okay cool i know we can't be in person so i started looking up like what's on tabletop simulator what's on tabletopia and this game came up and i'm like all right cool maybe we should play this and then so i kind of responded to you i'm like yeah i got it dude i got it and then (laughs) thursday i started reading the rules (laughs) And I'm like, I don't got this, but we committed. <laughs> so we're going to play it on Friday, so I better suck it up. And I'm like, I honestly, there's 40 pages of rules. I'm like, it can't be that bad. And it really isn't. It's just that there's a lot of stuff to know. Like there's little nuances like, hey, you know, you could do range attacks, but they have to be two spaces away. Hey, the AI targets in this sort of way. And I'm just like, at one point, I'm just like, okay, there's no way we're going to understand all these rules. We sh- we're just going to play. And we did. We played a three-hour game Friday. I'm sorry, John. I was reading the rules for maybe like an hour. As we're trying to That's figure okay. Stuff That's out. okay. But there's just a lot going on. But that game went well. We won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though we... we got all the rules wrong but we still won so that's all that matters right and then we played again on the yeah. stream which which actually we played it more right we still played it wrong but we played it more right <laughs> which which is what it is well i found it hard because we're trying to interact with the stream and play the game and i'm like if we're gonna do that we're gonna be here forever so at one point yeah. I, I just started rolling for you <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna roll oh, oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, my my I was having technical difficulties as well, but we won't get into that. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was good. How would you rate that to the other games though? Like, do you think like which which of those five games that we just mentioned, which one do you think do you like the most, or the or which one would you highly recommend? Which one would you? recommend a specific person i guess yeah i don't know out of all the games that we played so we've got like dark knight or sorry uh batman who laughs rising talisman batman batman love letter and the dc deck building game i'm a i really enjoyed talisman batman i like the take of that game so you're actually playing as the villains trying to escape arkham asylum and you know and batman plays just like he's more of like a, like a shadow figure he's a non-playable character and he just comes up in combat and i like how dark the game was so it kind of it kind that took that side of the comics which is which i which i like and then you know the batman animated series is more campy i guess well maybe not campy is not the right word but it it's more light because it's obviously a children's show i really i really like batman who laughs rising by the op I, that game's like super challenging i think we'll play like five or six times and haven't even beaten it yet and and i like and i'm a huge fan of deck but like i just love them all <laughs> yeah, you just love Batman. Look, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give yeah. my breakdown, all right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, 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 well. Let, hold on a yeah. sec. I think if if I'm gonna suggest anything, I would say check out like Talisman Batman by the Op or the Dark Knight's Metal deck building game by Cryptozoic. Those are my those have been my two favorite games that we played. 
It's it's really interesting because when I look at this list, it's very diverse. Like I look at yeah. the Batman Who Laughs Rising, you know, that is a great, it, I had a lot of fun playing it co-op and it was hard. We never beat it. So I found that really awesome. The Talisman Batman, I just found, I found it like very, very, it was a very thinky game. So if you kind of like that yep. type of dungeon crawly type of game where you got to like level up a bit, that was really good. Love Letter, I haven't played, but I'm assuming it's just like Love Letter. So that's for like the casual fan. You know, yeah. the Deck Builder, if you like Deck Builders, it's very good. We played the Dark Knight, Dark Knight's version, right? Dark Knight's Metal. Dark Knight's Metal. And I, I thought that version yeah. was beautiful. And I hear there's like a dual Deck Builder where Joker versus Batman. I heard that one's fantastic. I haven't played it yet. I do have it. Oh, that's but... cool. That's cool. Yeah. And then like the the animated Batman the animated series adventure game that we just played, like I think that is a very strategic game. I think it kind of plays out like the series, like we kind of like beat up the easy the small guys really quickly. But I think it's like yep. it's, it's just like so cool to like it immerses you in it and kind of makes like a D&G adventure ep- episodic, you know, thematic game that you could play, which I think is amazing. So there's something for everyone. Which one I like right. the most? I really like the Batman Who Laughs Rising the most because it was co-op. It was super hard. And when you play it, you're like, man, like we need to play this again to beat it. So it kind of had that same sort of thing. Whereas like compared to the animated series one, we just kind of like, we felt like we beat it too easy. Even if we were playing wrong or playing right, I still think we'd be beating it pretty quickly you know nice yeah sweet so is there any batman games you're really hyped up for is there anything coming out like i'm not sure oh dude yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) so a few months ago cryptozoic shared that they were making a solo batman game based off the dark knight's return story arc by frank miller Nice. so basically you play as batman and carrie kelly robin he's been pulled out of retirement basically gotham's been taken over by these like mutant thugs and stuff like that and you kind of have to fight like everybody so like in the comic he battles superman he battles the joker two-face so it looks like it from what i'm reading it kind of looks like you might have to fight like waves of villains oh i don't know too much about it but you know you have to level up in the game and you know the final act yeah the final act i think is where you're you're fighting like superman and the joker and stuff like that it has missions in it it's a solo game it's got some miniatures in it it looks gorgeous just from like the the mock-up art that they've got going on and it launches soon sometime in february march so i'm looking forward to backing it because that's i think one one of the two games i'm going to back this year that i that i know and i've already backed one that is sick do you think do you wish it wasn't solo like do you wish it had like co-op element to it or, or do you think solo is the way it should be i mean since you're playing well obviously you're playing as batman but because like he does have robin in that story i mean it could be competitive or sorry uh it could be cooperative but i'm interested to see how it plays solo so that that, that kind of intrigued me as well yeah I, I did hear like some feedback where people were like oh it's solo i'm not gonna buy it but it's like i don't know like i, I don't like if if COVID has taught us anything. <laughs> solo games are in. In fact, I play more. Yeah, for sure. I play more games solo than I play co-op or competitive. Right. I play more games solo. I just play a ton of games solo because that's how I learn the rules. So if I'm gonna play the, if I'm gonna learn the rules, I want to play solo, right? I want to actually play the game. Right. I, I I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, it's one of the only games I really know that's coming out on Kickstarter that I wanted to back this year. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Maybe, too. maybe that'll be it. I'm looking forward to playing your copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, 
all right so anything else you want to talk about board game wise with batman just, yeah just like if you love batman just just check them out like like everyone we've played has been a pretty decent experience so far I'm you sure. know like i said my favorite are, are talisman and dark knight's metal deck builder all right cool well let's move away from board games a bit and into just the Batman. Let's nerd out about Batman. So I know you two are a lot more knowledgeable in the Batman universe than me. And I know that you may have not read all the comics, but you know both of you keep up to date on the arcs and stuff like that. So on that note, what is your favorite story arcs and why? I, I, uh, I don't know. It's hard because there's so many good ones. And I don't want to be like cliche and say something like, you know, Dark Knight Returns or, or something like that. But I thought about it a while when I was, you know, making up the notes here. And I think I'm going to go with the Black Mirror. So what is, what is the Black Mirror? I have no idea what that is. The reason, the reason why I chose this one was when I was on my comic book collecting phase of life, I was, I was trying to find like really good batman stories and i was trying to collect all like the single issues of the comics instead of buying the graphic novels and this one was like the hardest one to find all the comic books for because there was like this one month that dc just released like comics they didn't have the title of the comic it was just like the symbol and some art so those books were like super hard to find and i think it took me like a year and a half almost two years to find that one book wow why before i found it just like just just because just because it was like a limited not i want to say limited run but like a special edition cover that they series they did for that one month and that just happened to be during this run you were looking for a very specific okay that's cool yeah yeah so i ended up finding it i went to a comic book store in detroit one day and i was like yeah just maybe it is and it was there and it was like two bucks and i was like done so like it wasn't even like expensive or anything but it was just i saw it and i was like it took me so long, and then I went home that day and I read the entire series and fell in love with it. But anyway, uh, the, so the Black Mirror was written by Scott Snyder, who also wrote the New Fifty Two series and the Dark Knight's Metal series. It was the last Batman story before they launched the New Fifty Two. So what's cool about it is that it Dick Grayson's actually a Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Huh. There was a series where like Bat Bruce Wayne died, uh, but he came back to life. And he started running Batman Incorporated, so he appointed Dick Grayson to be Batman in Gotham City. And he battles against several villains, and one of them is selling like supervillain weapons on the black market. For example, like the crowbar that killed Jason Todd. The concept of the story is that Gotham City is its own character, and it reflects like the seedy nature uh, upon those who try to protect it. And it focuses, like I said, on Dick Grayson as Batman and Commissioner Jim Gordon. Puts both of the city's protectors to the test. You know, Dick Grayson has to really he's having a hard time you know identifying with being batman and when he's seeing gotham he sees like the really dark side of that city and gordon is dealing with his estranged son james gordon jr who returns back to gotham he's like a he's like a psychopath essentially so, uh, the story just the story just worked at worked itself out really beautifully i really like the idea of a villain's uh, the villain in the in the book's called The Dealer, and he's, like I said, selling supervillain weapons. So that was kind of cool, cool little hot take. Batman had to, again, go undercover and go to one of these auctions and, you know, see, see what was going up. So I had a little bit of the detective element okay, in it. Okay, okay. No uh, one, get, which I really no one get upset with me. No one get Okay. No one get upset with me. Who is Dick, right. who is Dick Grayson? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh dick, Ra- dick grayson is the original robin oh he's okay, the first okay. robin who's yeah. the second robin then uh jason todd oh, okay right and then he died right death of rob death of Ro- death in the, the family, death in the family. Okay. okay death in the yeah. family Which, yeah. okay <laughs> thank you for not 
getting angry at me. No worries. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. What about you guys? What do you guys, what do you guys like? Come on, Kev. Chime in here. So just real quick, for the uninitiated, the new 52 that John's referring to is one of the reboots that DC did, and they did a whole pretty much almost industry-wide reboot for everything, so that's where, that's what he's referring to there. One of my favorite ones back from a little more, it's a little more nostalgic just because it was around time when I was finishing up high school. It's Hush, written by Jeff Loeb, and has awesome art by Jim Lee, where Jim Lee is now a CEO of DC. And that was back in about 2002. Uh, So it's basically a story that leads Batman through fights with multiple of his enemies, as well as bringing in several of his allies. He tries to figure out who this new villain, Hush, really is. It weaves in a lot of the things that I like about Batman stories. It brings in a lot of action, some detective work, deduction, and then it brings in a lot of his allies and enemies, which are really cool. And money. Money is like <laughs> the other superpower, basically. You know, it's like, you know, with with like infant, almost infant money, you can do like damn well near anything. But it's really cool in the story because he goes and he fights with Superman. He almost kills the Joker. He goes and explores like another potential romance with Catwoman. So that's kind of weaved into the story there. And then it kind of brings back Jason Todd a little bit, who like we were talking about earlier was the second Robin. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) It's been out for like... What, 20 years almost? What if you're new to Batman? Spoiler alert here. Read it from the beginning. You're going to have to go back to, what, Detective Comics 27? Wow, how do you even know that? You have to go back to Detective (laughs) Uh, Comics 27, page 8, line 4, to see the crowbar. For the first time that Batman is introduced. (laughs) Yeah, Hush was a really cool villain that I that I liked a lot because he yeah, was, was cool. initially he was a friend of Bruce Wayne's when they were growing up. He eventually goes, grows up, becomes a world-renowned surgeon, but then he's always had it out for the Waynes because he Tommy Elliot tried to kill his parents when he was younger to get get all their wealth and their money and it was bruce wayne's dad thomas wayne that saved tommy elliott's mom's life so then he's always blamed the waynes for it it was really cool how they weaved everything into the story and you kind of it kind of led you along and you're like oh who's hush it's like who's this guy Hush. (laughs) i get it i get it (laughs) oh i'm terrible how about you matt you know what i've only read like i think i only i think i actually had maybe no i definitely didn't have the death in the family comic but i knew about it so my brother and i were into comic book collecting when we were like six which which doesn't say a lot it just meant we went to the store we saw comics we really liked them and maybe we bought a couple maybe even later on too but the only story arc that i'm knowledgeable about or even know anything about was the nightfall arc actually and i at this point i was actually too young to even realize that this was an arc (laughs) so i just like saw it and if you if you don't know, it's the tale of Bane basically paralyzing Batman, and then Bruce Wayne has to try and beat his paralyzation, which is kind of you know supernatural, I guess, maybe slightly weird. And after that, a new Batman takes over, named Jean Paul Valley. I have no idea who he is in the story. I just know the name because I researched it, and he comes out as Azariel, who is like a way more high tech Batman on steroids. It even has kind of like an edge to him, like he'll. Beat beat up villains and like does not care about he cares about justice but he cares more about like 
harming these people and getting them out of the picture. And he kind of like becomes evil in the end and bat and is like ruining Batman's image. So Batman has to basically get over paralyzation, come back and then remove Azrael from being Batman. Azrael. Sorry? Azrael. Azrael. <laughs> from being Batman. <laughs> Clearly, I did not read a lot of Batman, but I did learn like the Dark Knight Rises borrows like the Dark Knight Rises movie with Bane borrows heavily from this story arc where Batman kind of has to come back and fix everything. Yeah. Which which was super cool because when I it was actually super cool and super disappointing <laughs> because like when I heard Bane was the villain, I'm like, oh my! I'm like, wow, that's my childhood. That's amazing. I'm, I'm so excited. But then when I saw the movie, I'm like, this is nothing like I remember. <laughs> <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> they clearly just took elements. Oh man, like I don't know. It... <laughs> I have all the bo- I have all those books. I should read it. You have all the Nightfall books? I do. Wow, yeah. that's cool. I know they came out with a giant graphic novel at some point, which I just read in chapters. Chapters is like Barnes and Noble of Canada. <laughs> So I just sat there and read it one day. I still don't remember anything of the arc, though. <laughs> so, Matt, do you still have, have your comics? Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah, I, I do. I, I don't... I have to go see. I, I have a lot of... I have a lot of... I have a mixture, though. I don't have necessarily... Like, I have Batman. I have X-Men. Watch Bat, Watch Matt have, like, Batman... Or, sorry, Detective Comics 27. <laughs> he doesn't know about it. <laughs> Why? Is that worth a lot Sitting of money? on, like, millions... <laughs> yeah, like, millions... <laughs> No, I don't have that book. Trust me. <laughs> if I did, I probably opened it and read it. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's a no. Dude, it, it's a no. It doesn't matter. It's a no condition to be sold. Probably like chocolate stains on it. I'm like, yeah, I'm a kid. I don't care. I actually have Matt your copy of the last issue of Nightfall. That was your copy. You stole my copy. <laughs> I didn't steal it. It was you and your life partner Sam had a book club. Oh. And then our mutual friend Dan came in there and he knows I love Batman. So then he saw that you had the last issue of the Nightfall arc. So he traded that one in. And then the next time Dan saw me, he gave that to me. That's a graphic novel. Like, oh, okay, That's cool, a graphic thanks. novel. <laughs> You have the graphic novel, I'm pretty sure. Believe so. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So I actually yes. had the comics of it. I bought that graphic novel because I had the comics, and I really like that arc because you know, as, as a child, you you know, attach yourself to things, and obviously, yeah. I like seeing a superhero die. That was that was all the rage in the '90s, killing off superheroes. Superman did it. <laughs> or someone did the Superman, someone did the Batman. So I really wanted to see how that yeah. ended. And I kind of remember parts of it only through that graphic novel, to be honest. That's where most of my arc knowledge comes from. Yeah, it's a good one. I think I read through it back in, I think in grade six, we had like a reading marathon or something. So it was like just, you know, everybody brought in a bunch of books and we read it. And I think I read your, I think I read through Nightfall that, that day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's move on to something more lighthearted. I mean, when you think Batman, I think the movies. Am I right am i right so yes so yeah, a lot of people do. so let's uh a lot, of let, a lot of people do a lot of people do let's do some hot takes all right favorite batman movie worst batman movie go go who wants to go first you go first oh okay all right <laughs> i i matt really like the 90s movies <laughs> so, some were good I, i'm sure I'm, good. Sh- yeah. I'm sure they didn't Put, stand the test. Put some crickets in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they didn't stand the test of time, though. I'm sure they didn't stand the test of time. But it had some of the. Yeah, they they don't hold up. But 
some of the best villains were in those series. Can I? Can anyone say Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Doctor Freeze? <laughs> Who is with me on this? What? You didn't think that was awesome? Dr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get this uh, right. I can't even get this no, right. I mean, I mean, the only thing good Arnold did in that movie was like, what did the dinosaurs say to the, or sorry, what did the Ice Age say to the dinosaurs? Everybody free, or everybody chill. <laughs> you know, like that's the only thing that came out of that movie. Yeah, his one liner. No, I did. I did like. I did like Uma Thurman as as Poison Ivy. Yeah, she. I I do agree with that. I I have another hot take. I don't think anyone will ever agree with this though. Uh, That was Batman and Robin. He was. That was Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I don't. (laughs) What do you think of that? (laughs) I thought he was great. I thought Jim Carrey was great as the Riddler. See the thing. The thing with Jim Carrey as the Riddler, he was too comical. So he was almost more of the Joker playing the Riddler. Than the Riddler. So you think Jim Carrey should have been the Joker? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. But I think they were just kind of playing off, uh, like that movie, like Batman Forever, is just so ridiculously campy, right? Mm. And like it, it wasn't the worst movie of it, but it's just like they were playing off Jim Carrey because Jim Carrey was in his prime at that time, right? Yes. And he was like the best comedian, comedian, comedic actor at that time, so it was almost natural that he would play that villain. But I think they like the Riddler is very like he's very on par with with Batman's intellect. He's just as smart, if not smarter, than Batman and has just as much money as Batman as well. He's got a lot of things at his disposal. You know, he's just, he's like the opposite of Batman, right? Just as in like Batman's good, Riddler's not, right? They don't really have any superpowers. So I don't know. I just feel like he was too comical in that movie. But, you know, he did a good job for, for that yeah. movie. Okay, so you, you agree. In the notes you put, LOL, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what you're... You kind of went against it here. All right. I see well, you know, if you read my notes later on, I, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then also I actually like Tim Burton as a director of the Batman one that you really like and Batman Returns. And honestly, I like Tim Burton's a fantastic director, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, for instance. Mm-hmm. He makes things that actually stand the test of time. I don't know if those two movies stand the test of time, but he's, you know, him being a fantastic director... I kind of see like these old school elements to those movies. So I feel like, yeah, they might, if you look back, they actually might have like probably still watch it. It's not going to be as great, but it's not full of special effects. Oh yeah. No, they're great still. I love those two movies. Especially at the end of Batman Returns where it's like, you know, an army of penguins with missiles on their backs. Just start marching <laughs> out. Yeah, that part. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Best Batmans ever. Oh, and uh, here's my greatest hot take of them all is the Lego Batman's the best Batman. Who's with me? Who's with me? Uh, <laughs> uh, not the best Batman, but that movie's great. <laughs> it is. Yeah, great I movie. don't fully disagree. And that theme song. Oh, all the theme songs uh, in the Lego movies are awesome. All right. Well, those are all my hot takes. Who's next? I'll go best movie: Dark Knight Returns. No, the animated one. What? Yeah, the animated one. Yeah. No, the one with uh, Heath Ledger Joker. Oh, man. Come on. That's... Oh, the, that's the Dark Knight. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just the Dark Knight. <sighs> that movie's oh, so okay. emo. Okay. I, I knew exactly which one you're talking about, but that movie's so emo, John. Come on. It's just like... Well, how's that emo? I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just like... It's such an awesome movie. 
It's good. It's a good movie. I'm not going to say it's, it's a good movie. It's literally the best superhero movie ever made. Yeah. I mean, it it is really highly renowned. Although, I mean... It's up there. The Lego Batman yeah. movie is obviously the best Batman movie ever made. So, <laughs> you know, okay, fine. It's the second best movie ever made. Got it. All right. Listen, the worst Batman movie by far is Batman and Robin. No, no. Come on, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> when the director has to go on public record to apologize for how bad that movie is, it's a bad no, movie. No, that movie's awesome. It gave us Arnold's like classic lines like, chill out. <laughs> no. And that line you quoted earlier. Come on. How many other Batman quotes can you do for movies? Like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> listen, if you want an Arnold Schwarzenegger quote, go watch uh, like Red, Red Rising or whatever it's called. <laughs> Where he's like, should not drink and bake. Like, that's the best one. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Batman Robin's the worst. You know, Joel Schumacher just did not do a good job with that movie. He, everyone knows it. You know, George Clooney's like a terrible Batman. You got the bad nipples. What's wrong with I the mean, bad nipples? Look, look. Yeah. All, you know, they, all I'm going to say they, 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 is I had two of the great, had like the greatest villain, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as the greatest Batman villain. As as I said earlier, Dr. Freeze, but his name is Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> it, it clearly it was so yeah, memorable. You know, Mr. Free Mr. Freeze is a good is a good villain. You know, I don't know. Arnold's they I feel like they're just they're just throwing people in movies that whoever the big actor was at that time. Right. Uh, you get to be in a Batman movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't really anything spectacular. And I'm gonna this is my hot take. Batfleck is the best Batman. No. Uh yeah. No. Listen. <laughs> listen, listen, go 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 watch those movies. He's the only actor the only actor, and I and I'm saying this, and I love Batman, the original Batman movie, because it was the first movie I saw in theaters. Ben Affleck is the only actor who's able to play both Bruce Wayne well and Batman well, except for Lego Batman, of course. Lego Batman's Lego Batman <laughs> the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, he does have to be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. So he he's the only he's the only actor, in my opinion, that has played both characters well. Because really, when you're playing Batman in the movie, you have to play two separate characters. And I think he does a really good job at playing Bruce Wayne, especially at the beginning of Batman v Superman, where he's rescuing people in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. That's my take for that. But I am actually looking for, really looking forward to The Batman with Robert Pattinson. I think that movie is going to be great. And Paul, Paul Dano's Riddler is going to outshine Jim Carrey's hands down. Hey, that is a hot take. That is a hot take <laughs> because you don't even know. It hasn't Heck even yeah, come man. out yet. You just, you just threw that out there. I don't. Jim I don't. But, you know, from what I read, it's going to borrow from, like, the long Halloween and hush a little bit. So it's got some cool, cool. Riddler does some cool stuff in those books. And honestly, Riddler is my hot take is that the riddler is you know the best batman villain so i'm really looking forward to that well you kev what are your hot takes so i'm gonna agree with john saying that christopher nolan's dark knight is the best batman movie although you said best superhero movie i think really good honorable mention for great superhero movie is logan because that was a really good one never seen it that's yeah, good movie. never seen it does that have uh, legos in it it doesn't have oh, legos in it man, i ain't watching it <laughs> <laughs> i ain't watching it <laughs> Worst movie, yeah, I agree with John. Batman and Robin. You guys are the worst. It has Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. <laughs> Come on. Arnold Schwarzenegger, as much as I love the man, did not save that movie. I'm sorry. It's true. 
It's true. <laughs> Best Batman actor. I'm going to go Kevin Conroy because he, was, he? was able to voice. Was Kevin? He was the voice of Batman through Batman the oh, Animated Series as well. A lot as... of video games, the Arkham series. I, I agree with that like 1,000%. Because when I, whenever I think of like Batman's voice in my head, that is that is the voice I think of. Yeah. So. Yeah, because he did such a great job with the show, and then you know so many people fell in love with Batman the animated series when it was going on. He was the voice of him, and then also for the movies that came out after Mask of the Phantasm, a lot of the games, the Batman Arkham games, all a lot of the movies. He's really stuck with me as like you know whenever I think of Batman and voicing it, I think of Kevin Conroy and not Christian Bale's where he's like you know got throat cancer, <laughs> trying to be Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah, Batman has like a smoker's cough. <laughs> when he's Batman, he smokes a lot of cigarettes, let me tell you. And then my favorite villain would probably be, just because he's more, really recent and I really liked him a lot, probably the Batman Who Laughs more recently. Mm-hmm. Just because he's like from an alternate universe, it's Batman and Joker dies in his universe. But then he also, Batman becomes the Joker because he gets infected with the chemicals that turn Joker into the Joker. And then he goes on just a killing spree, killing his allies, and he just goes absolutely ballistic. I mean, the the panel that sticks out with me from that comic of the Batman Who Laughs origin story is the panel where he's going and he wants to talk to, like, Alfred, and he wants to talk to, like, Batgirl and, you know, the Red Hood and Nightwing and everybody. And then it's a panel of him standing at the computer with his back turned to them, and he just turns around and he pulls out two uzis and just shoots them all wow. and like oh geez okay he just like shot a kid and he's just like shooting up all, his family basically I'm like, oh it's crazy so. sounds like a wholesome uh show for everybody uh-huh yep yep so <laughs> it was the dark multiverse so it, it was a good villain origin story I, I, I will admit it does actually have some of the most interesting characters in the universe in the dc universe in that in that story which is pretty cool and i and i only yeah. know that from playing the 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 board games yeah from the dark knights metal the big crossover event the dark dark knights metal one yeah that was really cool and i also like to just because uh, batman who laughs it's kind of basically what should have happened to batman in the batman arkham games they always kind of hint at or like they push you know batman to ultimately become the joker or get closer and closer to it throughout the games but they never he never gets there because you're playing as batman mm-hmm. so you're not going to get to that point but i really liked the batman arkham games a lot because they like made you you basically felt like batman you feel like a total badass he was just like going around beating up guys and you're like doing like some really light detective work and you know you're like flying around arkham city and the ps3 one and then also you're grappling all over and you're fighting bad guys and it's, you're using gadgets and it's just really cool cool nice nice hot takes there kevin all right if you like what you hear don't forget to follow us on our socials instagram at Friday Night Games underscore official, Twitter and Twitch at Friday Night GMS. Check us out on our website, FridayNight.Games. If you want us to check out a game or if you've created a game, you want us to preview it on our content, email us at info at FridayNight.Games. And remember, it's Friday night. Let's have some fun.